And now, more tips with your host, Rebecca, on lifestyle improvement. Remember that in our program, we present our opinion and the opinion of our guest, and is not to be interpreted as medical advice. Thank you for tuning in to Lifestyle Improvement today for part three of our interview with Dr. Martha Herbert. Dr. Herbert is an assistant professor of neurology at Harvard Medical School and a pediatric neurologist at Massachusetts General Hospital, where she is the director of the Transcend Research Program. She also received the first Cure Autism Now Innovator Award and is the co-author of the book, The Autism Revolution, Whole Body Strategies for Making Life All It Can Be. The scary part is that it looks like there won't be any more coral reefs in the next 25 years because of the ecosystem, because of the acidity and toxicity in the ocean. And this is a catastrophic thing for our oceans and for ecology. But it makes me think that in a way, our guts are a victim of similar kinds of pressures from our environment the food and more, the poor water quality that's increasingly common. And that we really, in order to get ourselves healthy, we have to start thinking more about the, what's going on in the planet as we make our choices and also as we vote with our feet every time we go shopping. Absolutely. You also talked just now and all through the conversation that we've been having, you've been touching upon toxins. And the most obvious ones, of course, vegetables and fruits that you go to the grocery store and buy. But there are toxins in all kinds of other environmental. Oh, yeah. Household products. The pesticides are a real problem. The plasticizers in plastic bottles, the household cleaning products. We have somebody who cleans our house and they ended up switching back to some chemical products and didn't rinse out this mop, and it smelled up the kitchen for a week. It's disgusting. Totally not letting them do that again. There's air pollution. There's living near freeways. That's been associated in a number of studies with a higher risk of autism. There's more aerosolized chemicals. That stuff can cause brain inflammation. And brain inflammation is a feature of autism, of depression, of a whole lot of other neurological things. Electromagnetic exposures, Wi-Fi, radio frequency, these are associated with a lot of the biological or physiological changes that we see in autism. I wrote a big paper about this. You can get it under publications at my marthaherbert.org website. And also there's a two-page summary version, which is much easier to read. But you, if you really want to get the, the details, you can read the the, the longer one from Pathophysiology Journal. People putting cell phones, guys putting cell phones in their pockets, reduce their sperm count and create mutations in their sperm, which can be passed on to their children. Wow. People who sleep with their base station for their portable phones next to their bed are being exposed to a lot of radiation. Leaving your TV on in your room, I mean, even plugged in, is not a good thing. You should unplug all that stuff, not keep it in your bedroom. Don't keep your cell phone by your bed or under your pillow. Using baby monitors next to your baby's head is not a good idea. It, it gives the radiation exposure to the baby. So there are a lot of absolutely free ways of limiting your exposure to that. We have so much more exposure to electro electromagnetics than people had in ancient times. 
Absolutely. It's and huge. It is huge. And of course, you can only control yours, but then you have your neighbor and, you know, it is all around us, correct? And then and then what's happening is that these companies are getting school systems to wire to go Wi-Fi in the schools and more and more kids are having sensitivity problems and people are trying to protest. They're, they're burying power high tension cables near residential places. You know, I think part of the problem is, you know, that's just an industry that's supporting our economy and Mm -hmm. people are hesitant to regulate it. And also we've become kind of addicted to having power whenever and wherever we want it. And a lot of it is for things that really aren't that important. And we're going to have to reevaluate all this because I don't think it's going to be possible to keep this up very much longer. And the communication, I think that's a big piece. It is so easy to communicate now. That easy button again that does make quite a difference is pretty much every area uh, in our lifestyle, you know, just from business to medical, et cetera, et cetera. So, and kids with special needs who can't talk will use devices to type on. And it's a really beautiful thing exactly. to see them being able to communicate. But, but the industry hasn't been thinking about finding frequencies that are less unhealthy. There are healthier frequencies. And maybe a lot of the things that we value about Wi-Fi communication could be created in a healthier and safer way. That would be wonderful. And then uh, we can have the benefit and be able to be protected as well. And that uh, that would be great. Just a question for you as a practitioner. I'm, I'm curious. You have this absolutely amazing framework. I wonder how open or how willing your clients are making these changes when they come to you. What kind of uh, responses do you get from the families you work with? So it depends on a number of things. I do, people come to me oftentimes when they've tried a lot of other things. So two things can happen from that. Either they're willing to work harder on the diet or they just gave up on it or on the lifestyle changes. We have a health coach in our clinic who's an amazingly sensitive helper helping people to figure out which choices should they prioritize and how can they really get it done. I think it's better to have a few things that you actually do well than a long list of things that you can't get around to. Our health coach is way cheaper than the doctor's. I mean, the the problem of getting health coaching, you can get some of it covered. You have to know what codes to use and hopefully at the higher level, the regulations will be changed and the insurance companies will realize that they save money by letting health coaches and they they don't have to spend as much on sick people. And then there's also people going to the internet and trying to find out what to do. Right. Now there are all these devices that you can start tracking what you eat, how much you walk, how many stairs you climb, what your poop looks like. I found 10 of poop scales the other day, Bristol stool scales apps Wow. So you can t- <laughs> you can take pictures of what you eat. I mean, it's getting pretty amazing. Um, so a lot of a certain number of people are getting really excited about tracking what they do in relation to how well they feel. Wow, that's a, that's a really good movement. Yeah. In your book you talk about one specific area that is of interest to me because I I really feel that is something that my profession can impact. Um, You talk about autism and that you can explain a lot of some of the behavioral issues by over and under excitation of the brain and and how that translates 
to parents and, and how they have to deal with it. And you do give some advice. Would you like to share some of that with us today? This is your host, Rebecca, and now we will take a short break and we will be right back with more ideas on lifestyle improvement. As a caregiver, you spend your days caring for the needs of someone else. But what are you doing to help yourself? In our Caregiver Survival 101 workshop, we teach you the self-help skills that will empower you to be healthier and more productive. Do you feel tired, overwhelmed, have difficulty sleeping? Do you feel isolated? All this could be signs of caregiver stress. Chronic stress can impact your health adversely and ultimately cause irreversible and unwanted physical problems. Take a step towards your own personal care. A healthy caregiver is a better caregiver. You owe it to yourself and your loved ones to do what is needed to stay healthy today. Go to www.caregiversurvival101.com. That again is www.caregiversurvival101.com. And discover how we can help you help yourself. Or call 877-957-7387, extension 101. That again is 877 877-7387-Extension 101. Caregiver Survival 101. Because care starts with you. One specific area that is of interest to me because I, I really feel that is something that my profession can impact. Um, you talk about autism and that you can explain a lot of some of the behavioral issues by over and under excitation of the brain right. and, 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 and how that translates to parents and, and how they have to deal with it. And you do give some advice. Would you like to share some of that with us today? Absolutely. So the brain operates on a balance of excitation to make things happen and inhibition to keep things under control. And many of the environmental influences will drive up the excitation. Toxicity does that. Being depleted of antioxidants will make you more irritable. It's kind of an irritability of the brain where any little thing will trigger you. So again, I mean, there are certain things, additives like glutamate, which is added to a lot of different processed foods. And like monosodium glutamate is an example of that. Some people get really nutty from being exposed to that, and it's not good for anybody. And if you have anybody in your life, including yourself, with a delicate brain or, a, or you know, a tendency to fly off the handle or get irritable or anxious or nervous or not be able to sleep, you should be removing these kinds of food additives from the food. You know, you can't get them out of the processed foods, so you'll have to get away from foods that contain them. Even the, the little innocent thing, natural flavors, can also be a cover for, for artificial ingredients that contain excitatory chemicals. There are books on anti-inflammatory diets. These, there's a woman who's a doctor named Terry Walls, W-A-H-L-S, and she got over her multiple sclerosis making dietary changes like this. She was in a terrible mess and she finally decided she was going to feed her mitochondria and she has a she has a fabulous TED Talk with millions of views. She has a, some books out and she's done scientific research. She, uh, the people in her 
academic medical center, she was on the IRB, the, the, the group that gives approval to studies, and they watched her get better. Wow. And they approved her study, even though the methodology wasn't standard. She wasn't testing just one thing. She was saying, let's make every choice a healthy choice. And she did the study and she replicated on other people what she had done to get herself out of multiple sclerosis. So that's a serious brain condition where the inflammation and the expectation get out of control and you can still do something about it. Even Down syndrome, there's a whole consortium of parents doing the same kind of whole body strategies that I talk about in my book that parents are doing with autism for people with a known mutation. A known, it's not a mutation, it's a whole chromosome problem. The kids do a lot better. So I think that, you know, even in genetic conditions where you know there's this particular thing wrong, what people lose track of is that everything is in a network. So if one part of the network is having trouble, that trouble will propagate into other parts of the network. So you need to support the whole system, even though you may think that there's a particular place where it's causing it. This gets back to before. These are all things that are contributing. And it's the total load that makes it worse. And it's the total gift of supports that makes it better. Fantastic. Boy, Dr. Herbert, so much to to think about there. You know, as we are drawing to a, a close here, because I feel you've just uh, given us so much of your wonderful time, I was just wondering, you do talk about 10 tips for helping people with autism in your book. Can you talk about some of those uh, as you just kind of like um, to kind of summarize the gem of your knowledge for our listeners today? They're actually today. On, the, on the wall right above my head here, but nobody can read them. They're on the home page of www.autismrevolution.org to download for free. And I, you know, and I put another one on my website, I think I did, how to, how to build body brain resilience, which is for everyone. And um, so first of all, go for the extraordinary. You don't have to be normal. You can be what's extraordinary about you. And the second one is know what you can control. You can control your genes, but you can control a lot of things, choices that you make about what you're going to do from the environment, including food and other things and lifestyle things. The third one is get cells and systems healthier and more under control. So mind your metabolism. Make sure you get all of the nutrients you need to keep your energy systems producing energy, your mitochondria, which is what Terry Walls did with her mitochondrial, her MS diet. The fourth one is get gut and immune systems really in better shape. Don't feed the, the unhealthy bugs with lots of sugar and starch. Build up with fermented foods, probiotics, and so forth, uh, and, and the broths and so forth that can heal the gut wall. The fifth is the brain is to get the brain tissue to be healthy. It, the, the brain is a wet organ with cells that keep things clean and toxins that can get stuck in there if you don't, and fluids that need to flow and flush things out at night if you get enough sleep. 
You need to keep the brain physically healthy. And again, all of the nutritional things apply. Then you need to get the brain to, to learn things that's at its own pace. So people will have behavioral meltdowns. And this is not just people with disorders. Anybody can lose it if they're overwhelmed. So you want to plan your time, manage stress, bite-size exposures for people. The more overloaded somebody is, the less they'll be able to really be flexible and creative and do the best possible work. And then you need to, with people, particularly when they're impaired, but also for yourself, you need to get inside people's shoes and understand what their perspective is and help them find ways, like when somebody is obsessed, like in the autism spectrum, people have special interests. You can go and work with them and enjoy that special interest, but then expand it. So if they're really into elevators, you can help them learn a lot of scientists through science through teaching them about elevators. As you get better and better, you get to the eighth thing, which is flourish and thrive. The creativity begins to show itself, the elegance. I've, in the last number of years, become a certified practitioner of the Anat Banyel method, which has a wonderful set of nine essentials for how to work with yourself and also for kids with special needs. She wrote a book, Kids Beyond Limits, as well as Move Into Life. That stuff is great for getting through every single day. And then really keep track of what you're doing and help other people to get on, on this, onto this journey too. Join the revolution. And finally, do it for yourself, your whole family, and the world. Make every choice a healthy choice. Vote with your feet. Help your baby. People are having the experience. A number of clinicians I know who do a lot of primary care are finding that if they start with wellness before conception and during the pregnancy, and avoid allergens and keep the vitamin D levels healthy and the thyroid. And it is nothing radical. There are far less babies born with autism or other problems. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, I think that every one of those things can be so useful, not just for the autism population, but for the caregivers. Absolutely. Every one of those things can be useful advice for the caregivers to be aware as far as for their own personal health. Right. Absolutely. One last thing that I thought that you mentioned in your book, and I thought it was a gem, that is join their world. Right. Can you say a couple mm -hmm. words on that? That was to me. Joining very their world, that was actually number seven. And you let them show you what's interesting to them. Grown-ups tend to be little imperialists who impose their agendas on their children. But you can learn from them and you can find it fascinating and join their fascination and see how their minds work and what engages them and let them show you what they want to learn and play with. And that can lead you to much more helpful things. Parents who have any kind of special need in their child, and even if they don't, tend to freak out about the future of their child and want to rush through as many, many different trainings and sports and education and therapies or whatever it is. And they lose 
track of the person and what that person really treasures. And actually, when people can use their own gifts as a guide, they will have a much more beautiful, stable sense of themselves. I heard an amazing interview a couple of days ago on NPR about well, the University of Connecticut had just won its fourth women's basketball championship in a row. And the key point getter, or one of them, was a young woman who was homeschooled. She had a, and, and she and her parents were parents of faith. She had such a remarkable sense of self. She had to do a lot of self-guided things as part of her homeschooling. She really, she was such a leader, but with none of the irritability. I mean, when you respect the integrity of someone you're caring for, you will give them a chance to know themselves. And that's one of the biggest gifts that you can give them. That's beautiful. That was fantastic. Dr. Herbert, you are really an amazing scientist, uh, an incredible practitioner, and a person that has really contributed greatly to this field by what you are sharing right now. Your book is a rich book with information that can really help, I think, anyone to have better life. So thank you for writing it. And your website is www.autismrevolution.org. And there the listeners can go ahead and purchase your book and they can see some of the other work that you're doing as well? Do you provide any other services? Like, do you give speeches? Or I sure do. I give speeches, although right now I'm retaking my Anat Banyel training. So I'm not getting on a plane to give speeches. I do summits and interviews like this. And I have my clinic, Body Brain Resilience Center, www.body, B-R-A-I-N, Resilience, R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-C-E. Most of my websites have links to the other websites. Fantastic. And you also now offer a companion website that has been, that has even more relevant supporting information about the book, and that is www.autismyandhow.org, correct? Yes, that's a little bit more intellectual. Uh, Trying to explain, there's three questions. What is autism? How is autism caused? Again, not what causes it, but how do you fall into autism? And what can we do? I haven't been maintaining that website, but you can still read it and get the idea. I I review a variety of other people's positions and show that each one of them has something valuable, but incomplete. Okay. So it has been an honor, Dr. Herbert. Thank you so much for coming to speak to us. And My please, pleasure. Oh, thank you. And please feel free to come back at any time that you want to share more of your expertise with our listeners and, and give us more of that advice that you have, which is very powerful advice. So thank you so much. Remember that in our program, we present our opinion and the opinion of our guest and is not to be interpreted as medical advice. As a caregiver, you spend your days caring for the needs of someone else. But what are you doing to help yourself? 
In our Caregiver Survival 101 workshops, we teach you the self-help skills that will empower you to be healthier and more productive. Do you feel tired, overwhelmed, have difficulty sleeping? Do you feel isolated? All these could be signs of caregiver stress. Chronic stress can impact your health adversely and ultimately cause irreversible, unwanted physical problems. Take a step towards your own personal care. A healthy caregiver is a better caregiver. You owe it to yourself and your loved ones to do what is needed to stay healthy today. Go to www.caregiversurvival101.com. That again is www.caregiversurvival101.com and discover how we can help you help yourself. Caregiversurvival101.com or call 877-957-7387. That again is 877-957-7387. was a way to help your struggling child perform better academically. Would you pick up the phone and call? Lysol Improvement Occupational Therapy Services in Puyallup, Washington supports wellness and optimal educational performance. Instead of just reteaching information, we endeavor to identify the possible root causes for your child's learning difficulties. We offer targeted testing to assist in the creation of an individualized plan and provide you with the brain training tools that can help improve academic Academic performance. Visit our website at www.lifestyleimprovement.com or give us a call today at 877-957-7387, extension 101. That again is 877-957-7387, extension 101, for an initial free phone consultation. Lifestyle Improvement Occupational Therapy. We're ready to partner with parents and to help your child succeed. Lifestyle Improvement Radio is now online. Listen to our interviews at your convenience by going to www.lifestyleimprovementradio.com. If you like what you hear and would like to hear more about a specific subject, send us an email to producer at lifestyleimprovement.com and let us know what you think. Support our sponsors and let them know you heard about them at Lifestyle Improvement. Thank you for tuning in to Lifestyle Improvement today for part three of our interview with Dr. Martha Herbert. Dr. Herbert is an assistant professor of neurology at Harvard Medical School and a pediatric neurologist at Massachusetts General Hospital, where she is the director of the Transcend Research Program. She also received the first Cure Autism Now Innovator Award and is the co-author of the book, The Autism Revolution, Whole Body Strategies for Making Life All It Can Be. Thank you for tuning in to Lifestyle Improvement. And don't forget to join us again next Sunday morning from 7.30 to 8 for more tips on lifestyle improvement.